Hello, and thank you for joining for another edition of the Rarity Update. We're nearly a third of the year through. Um, this week we've seen not much change on the leaderboard in terms of positions. Where it doesn't reflect in the scoring necessarily. There has been scoring um, well from from a lot of people. There was only three people who who didn't actually score a trophy this week. Plenty of platinums as well to to boot. Um, no change to the overall rarity, uh, rarest trophy of the contest. Um, but I'll come on to that in a bit anyway. So as we start to, at the bottom, in, so we've got 25 contestants. Obviously, the you may have seen already if you're part of the Trophy Luton Facebook group. Uh, the write-up is on there as it is every week. Uh, the link to the table is in there. It's also the link is in the Loot Bros Discord as well. Um, the so at the bottom, twenty fifth place. No surprise, you've all guessed it. It's uh, one plat Zach. He is still searching for that power cable. He's on two points. Um, no points this week. No trophies this week. No trophies this season. Um, wonder if we'll go a whole season without in scoring. We'll see. Next up, Kalai is twenty fourth. She again scored points two weeks running. Four points this week, moves her on to 18. Um, she's still playing Slay the Spire. Um, now just six points behind 23rd place, which is Darth Knight. He's on 24 points, one point um, gain this week without scoring a trophy, that is. Um, it's been, I think I mentioned it in the write-up, it's been four weeks since uh, since he had scored. So if you are listening to the podcast, Darth Knight 82, um let us know whether you're you're still gaming or still on the PlayStation. Have you switched to the dark side on PC or, or even worse, Xbox? But, um, yeah, let us know. Um, so next up, in 22nd place, we had Tross0726. It's 15 points, which is a good week for, for Tross. Moves him on to 67. Looks like he's been playing Horizon Forbidden West, Burning Shores, which a couple of people have done. And whilst those trophies seem to be rarer at the moment so his rarest trust was this week was 9.22 um it could be that we see that sort of decay over the next sort of week or two um as the as the trophies level out a bit um so then in 21st place we have departed 570 <coughs> 10 points this week taking him past the 100 point mark 109 points overall and his rarest trophy was in Dead Island 2, which is certainly a game that, that interests me. And judging by the people I've spoke to within the communities, it seems like it's uh, a few people are interested in seeing what's that, what that is like. So, um, but yeah, be interested to hear how, how that plays. Next up in 20th place is Riley, the Brain 76. He had 11 points this week. He moves on to 141. Um, he had rarest trophy of sea turtle in rocket league um which actually tross it was his rarest trophy last week and, and his rarest trophy of the contest um it just misses out by 0.003 percent um on uh riley's rarest of the competition which is actually another one in in rocket league um so he's as i said on 141 points then we've got two players who are close to each other in terms of points 170 points is Tricky Mick after seven point increase this week. His rarest, 
Oh, sorry. No, I'm getting ahead of myself. So 19th place is Stink Palm, Jared. He had seven points in his 170. And his rarest trophy was in Diablo 2 Resurrected. And 10 points clear of Jared is Tricky Mick on 180. He had 14 points this week. Um, and again, it's another, I think it's Burning Shores uh, DLC looking at the, um, at it because it's at 10.08%. I, I would struggle to believe that any Forbidden West tr- base game trophy is at 10.08%. Um, interestingly, Tricky messaged me earlier in the week and um, he thought he'd earned his rarest trophy of the competition and sent me a screenshot on Messenger uh, for, for Gotham Knights. And um, once sort of I looked at it, the, the trophy rarity on that particular trophy was, was 28 points something percent and uh tricky had, uh, had obviously got confused again between sort of psn rarity and uh, uh psn profiles rarity so uh yeah unlucky on that one tricky next up we have uh homer gets duffed he's moved on to 232 points so a 16 point increase this week um, his rarest trophy came in Kingdom, Kingdom of Amilar, Re-Reckoning, which was the, uh, I think it was remastered version uh, of the PS3 cult classic um, on the PS4 now. Um, he moves, as I said, to 232 points, and he is now 43 points behind JT. JT lost points this week. He had negative two. Um, it's not that he didn't score any trophies. His Rarest trophy, though, was 57.68% in Horizon Forbidden West, which meant that his legacy trophies didn't do anything. And also also 57.68% isn't a uh, isn't a qualifying scoring trophy. So unlucky to JT on that one. Um, fortunately, Steam achievements don't count for this contest. So uh, 184,000 are worth zero points. Sadak is next on 15 points, 315 points, 15th place, 318 points, 32 point increase this week. Um, Rarest trophy came up in a game I hadn't heard of, the Bug Butcher, Um, but it was was a very rare trophy, so worth five points, and that was Power Up Keeper level 18. Um, So he's sort of safely in between uh, JT and MZ Nitro, who is one place above him in 14th. He's on another good week from Nitro, 51 points this week, following a uh, really good week last week. So he's moved on to 355 points. Um, Sleep with the fishes in Minecraft with his rarest. I think that's the Minecraft PS3 version because he's been doing that for the... uh, He was in trouble uh, early in the week in the GTTSC contest. He was about minus 200 points and he's turned it around really well to get to over a thousand um largely thanks to the high scoring points in um in minecraft ps3 version so well into nitro next up is joseph priestley who's on who scored 21 points mr tmnt84 um still doing wwe 2k23 rarest trophy at 26.94 percent um moves to moves into 425 points and that was five points clawed back on his co-host 
resident Daryl. So Daryl is in 12th place. A bit of a quieter week for Daryl. So only 16 points this week, moving him to 442. Um, his rarest trophy was in Hot Shots Golf 2, one and done, which I think is the, the hole in one. He did say that he, he'd spent about 100 odd times trying to get this trophy, but uh, obviously he's, fa- he's finally done that. Um, so, yeah, quite close between those two Loop Bros co hosts there. Um, not a million miles away in. In 11th place is Diego. Um, he's on 476 points with a 25-point 25, 25 increase this week. So he was able to climb a little bit away from those other two. Um, and he had a really good, solid showing in terms of his rarest trophy. Um, veteran soldier, binary domain at 1.84%. Next up is in making into the top 10 is dupes mark duplex gets in um maintains the top 10 they're actually when i say maintains there's actually only one change on the whole leaderboard actually uh for the first time this season most most of the time there's maybe three or four changes uh but no as i said this time it was literally just the just the one change which we haven't encountered yet uh going through this update um but for, yeah, 31 points this week increase, which is good for dupes. Um, 488 points in total. So he's pulled a little bit clear of uh, Diego. Uh, that, that had sort of been reeled into six points. It's now at a 12 point difference. And he did get a Master of One, which is in Final Fantasy. That's his rarest trophy, which actually is the platinum in that at 27.75%. Ninth place is, is yield. Um, just 15 points this week after a couple of good weeks in the uh, last couple. Um, takes him past the 550 mark. He's on 551 with his um, green team in Diablo 2 being the rarest trophy of his week, which is a, a rare trophy at 19.03%. So that one was worth three points alone. Um, but his 15 points meant that uh, CJ, um, Australian trophy hunter extraordinaire, was able to increase his lead over him, take him to 20, uh, 28 points this week, taking him to 574. So he's now lead of what's that? 20, 23, 23 points or something. Um, and again, Minecraft comes up, Minecraft Dungeons this time. Again, probably I would imagine it, it was one of the requirements in the GTTSC competition to play a certain type of game uh, like a bit of block building game, um, which would, if you get 20 trophies in that type of game, you will earn your individual bonus for the coming weeks. Um, so you must be using doing it in that Minecraft Dungeons game. So um, good luck to CJ in that. So he's on 574. And then we've got a bit of a gap, uh, 101 points, in fact, to seventh place, Corey, the grounded gamer. Only five points this week, and he was the third player of ours not to not to score a trophy or a point. Uh, sorry, not 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 a point. He did score points. He didn't score a trophy, but his legacy points did him a favour. He got five on this, taking him to six hundred and seventy-five. Um, but that he's in the sort of we've at times in the season we've had people where they've sort of miles behind somebody, but also miles in front of somebody. He's kind of in that bracket at the moment because he's as i said he's 101 points ahead of cj but he's now 100 
well, some nearly 200 points, 150 points behind uh, I'm Styling on Your Bro, who had the second highest score of the week again, um, flying through the leaderboard this time. Uh, makes you wonder where he would have been had he had he started. Would he have been challenging George? Um, may, may well be. He may still well challenge him, given the sort of level of scoring that he's got going at the moment. And said 861 takes into 836 points. <clears throat> he was the second rarest trophy of the week. In uh, again, you, no surprise, Train Sim World Two, um, some DLC pack. Um, but fair play to him for, for catching up and he's obviously in sixth place and he is chasing down both fourth and fifth hard. So this is where we had our change. Alex, who had been occupied fourth place, he's dropped down to fifth. Uh, no real surprise there, I suppose, when you look at the fact that this is the third week running where Alex has only uh, been playing Resident Evil 4 and obviously multiple playthroughs of that to try and get the platinum. Um, the rate of trophies isn't as great as you would in some other games um but he had 12 points this week taken into 855 um his rarest trophy was frugalist in in resident evil 4 which was for completing the game i think it was i think that means without any um healing items i could be wrong but uh, i believe that may well be it but he was replaced uh by redbeard rick who had occupied four for quite a while Alex had had it for maybe three, four weeks. But roles have reversed again. So Rick is into fourth at the expense of Alex. Uh, 56 points helped Rick to do that. He's on 864. So it's only nine point difference. So there's still plenty of uh, time for Alex to catch up. But obviously, interestingly, when you look at the scores there between fourth and six, 864, 855 and 836. Now we've, we're talking, we've got uh, I'm styling on a new bro in the conversation of, of sort of... Uh, challenging those two players above as well so um rick's rarest trophy of the week was in skyrim at 12.38 percent um then we come to third place which is me which is a, a place i've occupied for quite some time now uh, i had 45 points this week 1050 points my rarest trophy was platinum in a, a game called nine ball pocket pool um interesting story so well, not that interesting, actually, but I'll tell it. Um, I I bought this. It was a fairly cheap game, and I bought it for the THL League that some of us are in, thinking that, oh, well, it's a sports game. It's a pool. You know, I'm, I'm, I like my sports games. I usually sort of do well in them. Um, and played it. And wanted, to get the trophies, basically, you have to each, complete each stage of arcade mode up to, up to level 10. And... Um, but once you run out of shots, you have a certain number of shots to start with, which carry over to each arcade level. Once you run out, that's a game over. And then you actually have to start from, from level one again. So I played this during Trophy Hunters League and I could, like I'd got to level two and that was as far as I could get. I kept coming back to it every now and again, could not do it for the life. I could not get past that level two, um, kept running out of shots. And I thought I'd put the game on, um, not even trying to necessarily earn loads of trophies out of it on uh, this week but um more of a, a time filler because it was in between the kids having their tea and the kids having their shower so i'd, I'd, I'd like half an hour maybe 40 minutes to, in between and um i managed to get to sort of arcade level three which i thought oh, brilliant I've, I've, 
you know, at least I've got some points for this GTSE. It's another trophy. But I'd sort of increase my number of shots that um, I realised that if I play sensibly and not just hit the balls everywhere, I could sort of just play, leave the balls over the pockets and, uh, and take two instead of smash, trying to smash one in. Because the aiming system is is jank. It is, it is rubbish. Um, yeah, so it just sort of, sort of, because I had that many shots, I'd built that many shots, the, I just ploughed through those levels all the way through to level 10. And then and then it's a little bit of RNG. You have to get sort of three balls in one shot. And that took a little bit of um, practice, uh, positioning of the board from the, from the, um, from the, um, the, the cue, from the tee. The tee? What's the one? I can't think of what, from the break. God, I was thinking of golf then. From the break. Um, but finally got the platinum on that. So, uh, yeah, as I said, not an interesting story. Maybe a bit more long-winded than, than what you'd want to hear, but that is it. And that's and it's my event, so I'll do what I want. Um, second place is Marky Fraser. 145 points, the second of our 100-plus uh, point players this week. Moving him to 1,241. Again, Burning Shores was his... Uh, game of the week uh, 3.73 was his rarity um, we may as I said see that decay so that 145 points may be worth less next week um, once we see some some decay and the trophy level out a bit so he is though putting up the best fight of anybody trying to sort of real well him and, and Stylin because Stylin is on the on the march um, but uh, he is even at 145 points this week, was not able to close the gap on Mies Goats a lot, who top scored this week with 178. Uh, taking him to, he's now only 70, 81 points shy of 2,000 points. So phenomenal effort from, from George. His rarest trophy was uh, the Platinum in, in Chess Ultra. So well done to him. He's running away with it, but 700 point lead, roughly. Um, he's going to take some catching. Um, Marky Fraser could do it. Steiner could do it. Anybody else who wants to do it is going to have to really uh, go hell to leather and, and start putting some big weeks together to, to uh, catch it. Because not only do you have to put big weeks together, you're going to have to actually exceed his score. And when he's scoring 178, you know... If you if you score two hundred, which but you're only actually putting twenty two points back on him, so um, yeah, it's going to be a hard, a hard, hard slog for anybody wanting to um, challenge for that number one spot. Um, so just quickly touch on the rarest trophies. There was there was no change again to the rarest trophies of the year, which is now obviously pretty difficult to get into, given that one point one five percent occupies top. Five top, um, fifth place, so uh, and the top and the rarest is at 0.33 held by Mark Fraser. But the top five rarest trophies of the week, so in fifth place is uh MZ Nitro with Sleep with the Fishes in Minecraft, which was at 6.45 percent. Um, and that was for staying underwater for one day without using potions. Mark Fraser comes in at number four, uh, for his effort in Horizon Forbidden West and Burning Shores at 3.73 and that was for reaching player level 60. Mies Goats a lot at number 3 with his Platinum in Chess Ultra 3.32% I'm styling on your bro for 
Train Sim World 2, and that was for completing 100 services on Southeastern High Speed. And the rarest trophy of the week was achieved by EDJ3DG. So, Diego, well done to you. Uh, veteran soldier in binary domain and that was for reaching online level 50 so that is some achievement for uh for doing that especially on a, on a ps3 title um as we go move on to um the platinums of the week we had eight platinums so well done to everybody on there so the most common we had was i yield to no one who earned the platinum in telltales marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy at 68.40%. So well done to yield on that one. Um, so it's one of the Telltale's games I haven't played, but I, would, I would do want to get around to it one day. I, I think it's a little bit trickier to find than some of the others, though, from memory. Didn't they? I think, didn't they um, uh, delist it? I don't know if it's back up or not, but I'm sure that was the case when they were going for their sort of um, liquidation uh, and stuff. Um Next up is Affectatious Donk. Um, he got a platinum in a game I'm not familiar with, which is Grim 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 Grimimoire uh, once more, which is fifty three point one three percent. I've no, I've literally no idea what that game is at all. Uh, couldn't tell you anything about it. Um, but uh, I'm sure if you got in touch with CJ, he will be more than happy to uh, let you know or recommend it. Next up, me scopes a lot. His first of two Platinums was in 1979 Revolution Black Friday. That was at 50.76%. I had two... Uh, well, I'll go for it. His, his other Platinum was in Chess Ultra at 3.32%. That was actually our rarest uh, Platinum of the week. So well done to you on both your Platinums. Um, I had two myself, which was the one that I've already mentioned, which was Nine Ball Pocket Pool at 167 uh, but I also did get it's a trophy I'd been sat on for a little bit and was trying to just saving it for this GTTSC concert competition. Uh, and that was in Ghost of Tsushima at 49.8%. And uh, the last two, Dupes got in there with his Final Fantasy Platinum at 27.75%. So well done, Dupes, on that. And then finally, we had uh, Redbeard Rick, who scored the Platinum in Sonic's ultimate genesis collection at 18.56 percent so well done to uh well done to you there so that sort of about wraps it all up um as i said another rarity update coming next week there is the gttsc event which is going on at the moment we are all still in there uh, apart from sadak who, who dropped out last week <clears throat> though it is tight for for one or two people uh, and and the loot bros team we're sort of safe as it stands but precariously close to that uh cut off line the other trophy um group i think the raiders of the lost trophies they're comfortably uh safe um both nitro and um and george have been putting the work in on that one and in the solos uh, me nitro cj and george are all safe as it stands both rick and Daryl are below the line with just about 20 hours to go as of recording so they're either going to have to pull the socks up or do some bonus to get out of that so um, we will see next week whether they've managed to uh, finally do that or not but uh, until next time
welcome to another episode of the Driftcast. That is right, we are back, people. It's been a hell of a five months. It's been a hell of a the last half hour for us. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, we are. I am joined today by a great panel. Uh, let's start with Matt G. What's up, Matt G? Take five hundred and ninety-three. Uh, good evening, everybody. I am also joined by Joe. What's up, Joe? I fucking hate the New York Rangers. And I'm joined by our newest member, Veronica V, the streamer herself. How are you doing? I am doing well. How are you today? Excellent. Excellent. All right. Let's start out toasting like we always do. I want to put toast to our Patreon producer, Sadik, MZ. Mayo and our newest producer, Matt G. I also want to toast to all of our uh, listeners out there. Thank you for listening. And you know what? I want to toast to V, who's our newest member to the Driftcast. Yay! Yay. Wait, we should also toast the Mario movie because that movie kicks ass. Oh, it's so good. I haven't seen it yet. You're missing out. You are so messing out. Dude, day one of streaming, you need to just stream it. Like, it's so good. I want to stream the new D&D movie, too. I want to see that, too. I'm that not is seeing so that good. Yet. <laughs> I watched Quasi today, though. Quasi was amazing. New Broken Lizard movie was awesome. All right, V, as our newest member, you get to go first. What have you been playing? So recently, I have been playing the new Fatal Frame on the switch um i always want to say like mask of the like harvest moon or something like that and i know it's not that <laughs> and it's just talking two of my games together but uh joe and i were talking about this earlier where even though the graphics are a little like not as great on the switch it actually enhances the pure like intensity of that like it's a thriller and you just are like i'm going to die if i open this door so um, it, so does it kind of remind you of like an old resident evil game where like it loads when the door opens so it, like builds that suspense yes like inadvertently That's exactly <laughs> what it does so like if you're loading into a new area it's like you put your hand on the door it waits and then it opens really slowly and you're just like Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> and then, and they have a new concept in it too, where is if you go to like pick something up off the ground, a ghost hand can come and like grab onto you, and you have to like, like retract back too. So you never know when it's going to come though. <laughs> so it's just like I, I sit there, I can like do a chapter or two at a time. <laughs> like, we're good. How many? I have no idea because it actually splits it between three different stories. Oh, that's dope! So yeah, you play three different color uh, characters. So you're playing as like two of the girls. There's always girls in this game, and then uh, a police officer, and you keep going back and forth. But the part that like caught me off guard is that whatever power-ups that you get for a character does not transfer over to the other two characters. 
Okay, so it's like it's kind of like playing Fire Emblem, where like you know Correct. nothing. Yeah, okay, all right, that's cool. Um, finished Fire Emblem, engage. Finished storyline, done. Don't have to touch that again. Uh, don't want to or don't have to. Don't both kind of things. I, I this one did not grab me nearly as much as like Awakening or Rebirth or I. I mean, even Three Houses like held my attention better than this one did i like the characters i do not like the story i don't like the story i don't like the characters i don't like the changes that they made to the game do you um, like the combat do you like the combat changes or at combat all or? changes were great yeah I like I, the combat changes but everything else nope right uh but playing i split disney between my switch and my pc because it has cloud save which is really nice oh i didn't know that yes so i can play on the go and then really that's it on the switch and nintendo games in general all right joe what have you been playing pokemon arceus i like this game a lot you should buy it if you don't have it if you don't like mainline pokemon games and you want to try something a little bit more casual also a little bit more I don't know. Would you would you call it casual guys? I say I say it's like casual I say it's like the next level up. Like if you want to level up from like let's go, Arceus is a nice like step up from let's go. It's not true like mainline where you have to worry about like all the crazy crap that you have to worry about mainline. But I would say like I put ahead, it Matt. like in the category of like Pokemon Conquest. It's it's different. Yeah, it still has battling, but the capture mechanics are completely different. And I think that makes it enough of its own thing. Well, that's why I said it's like a step up, because I feel like it, it takes the capture mechanic from Let's Go and just kind of runs with it. Except you don't have to do that stupid ass thing where you hold your Wiimote up and th- throw it at TV. And hopefully you have it strapped to your arm so you don't throw it through your TV. I like that concept. I had the little, I had the little ball. I had the pokeball. You and like the ten other people that bought it, Kali, and like the nine thousand people that got it for now, five bucks when it went on sale at Best and Buy. And now Nintendo's introducing because Nintendo, the master of naming conventions, the Pokemon Go Plus Plus. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be the new Pokemon Plus Plus remix or something unbelievable how they've renamed things i'm waiting for the new switch to be titled the new switch and then like or just call it like the switch 2 but instead of like instead of like the number two it's t-o-o yeah all right it's gonna be the new switch the switch like (laughs) the switch you or you 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 or you you switch you switch <laughs> you, or you switch i switch we all switch because we have switch <laughs> it's like come on uh so arceus is great uh i'm enjoying it i'm having fun just like running around and catching things like over and over and over again because i like this is really good for people who have like ocd and like like playing collectathon games i think this this game really scratches that itch it's it's kind of like the new muso game for me it's like i could sink hundreds of hours just doing the same thing over and over again and just catching stuff and then i haven't even touched like shiny hunting in this which i heard is really fun so i haven't done that yet but other than that i've been playing uh marvel ultimate alliance 3 which those boss fights suck ass through a straw like they're terrible like whoever invented this whoever's like hey you know what let's have the boss fights be like twenty thousand times 
more difficult than anything else in the game. I mean, I get it. Their boss fights are supposed to be difficult, but like, not like, hey, why don't you go replay the chapter four times and then come back and fight the boss? No. No, I don't want to do that, sir. I have other games to play. Um, I bought Loop Hero because it was like really, really deep discounted on the on the eShop last week. So I don't know if you guys got to check out Loop Hero yet. I've played it on PC. This game is dope and it runs well on Switch. Um, you got to get used to controls. If you played it on PC, it doesn't run as great because obviously, I mean, it's not that taxing of a game, but all the things you have to do don't run as smoothly on the Switch because you can't do them as quickly. But I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm still not understanding like how like you progress the story, but I guess you have to make like certain enemies appear and then kill them. Is that how it works, Matt? Yeah, there's a there's a way of creating your loop that generates things for you, whether it be treasure or specific enemies in a in a path. And <laughs> there's kind of like a, a science to doing it. So once oh. you break into that and you know what mm-hmm. what path best suits your loop that's when the game opens mm-hmm. up. I wish they would like kind of better explain that to people. Cause it's like so cryptic. I feel like I'm playing like fucking 1980s Castlevania over here. I'm like going to stand in the corner and wait for the tornado to pick me up and fly me across the map. I- I'm-, I'm like, what do I do? So I'm enjoying fucking around with it though. It's a really cool game. Like if you have like 10 minutes to kill and you want to run a loop, it's fun. Like it reminds me of like, when I picked up Dead Cells and how I fell in love with like the re- the replayability of like Dead Cells. Speaking of which, I played the Dead Cells Castlevania DLC. I did not Was talk it fun? about. Um, it's it's amazing. That's what it is. It's like, hey, you like Castlevania? Hey, you like Dead Cells? You want to see them fuck and make a really cool DLC? Well, that's what happened, and it's dope. And I suggest if you own Dead Cells, you pick up this DLC. It's only like eleven bucks too, which is really good, really good price. And if you want all the DLC, it's like packaged together for twenty bucks, which is a really good deal because you get all four DLCs for the low price of twenty bucks. I feel like I'm shilling for Nintendo right now. Um, I play. I also picked up Wargroove because that was finally, finally like super cheap to where I could be like, yeah, I'll pick it up. It was five dollars. And if you like Fire Emblem, if you like. Uh, strategy RPGs. Wargroove is the shit. Wargroove is very deep. Uh, people make campaigns on Wargroove that you can actually play once you beat the main campaigns, which is really cool. You can make your own campaigns, and it's it's just like endless. The stuff it's like Mario Maker for like strategy RPG games. It's pretty cool. It's made by Chucklefish, and they make great games. Oh, we haven't been on like five months, so I played a fuck ton of Final Fantasy. Uh, Theater Rhythm Final Bar. And I love my Final Fantasy music. And I love Final Fantasy. And it's killing me so much not to pick up pick up the Pixel Remasters. But Square, I'm not buying that shit for $75. That's I feel like that's such a I don't I don't know if you guys feel like it's a ripoff, but six games that are like as old as shit for $75 with nothing really done to them kind of makes me mad. Like, I want that game. I want that set so bad. And I almost I almost thought about it. I was like, well, if I buy one a month over time, yeah, I'll pay more money and they'll win out. But I don't want to buy the whole thing at once. I just don't. (laughs) I don't want to make that leap. And I really want to get Mega Man Battle Network collection. So I'm like, I was hoping that would go in the voucher system, but it didn't. I was like, fuck, 
fuck you, Capcom, not adding things to yeah, the Yeah, but system. I mean, they don't do it because they <laughs> it's two separate games, and then they make it that you oh, can buy them you can at buy a the discount. Bundle. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and and the Pixel remasters, I think they're like twelve. They're, I think it ranges from twelve dollars for the older ones to like fourteen dollars for six. I think six and I only think I think only six is fifteen, but the rest of them are twelve. It's not like the worst, but like why aren't they like nine ninety nine or like seven dollars or like even five dollars? They're not. There's not really much done to them to warrant the price. I mean, I know that they put like extra features in them where you can like make the game like super easy and break it like you could the other mobile and switch releases for final fantasy where you can make it like nine 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 or seven 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 mode where you can just like it just gets limit break every turn and you can just like blast through the story if that's how you want to play final fantasy i don't i want to replay all these games i love them to death but i don't know i don't know Are you guys gonna pick this up eventually the uh final fantasy uh collection i mean i haven't yet i could have picked it up on pc yeah, it's like for me the Final Fantasy aspect of it. Like, if I'm gonna play Final Fantasy or pick them up, it's 100% gonna be on the PC. Really? I, I honestly, I think if I'm gonna pick it up anywhere, I'm gonna pick it up on PlayStation, so they can literally have every single game except for 13 or the 13 series on one console. Like, they'll all be there on one console because they'll never remake 13 because they can't give me what I want because it's Square. And they still didn't even fucking make Parasite. We're not. We're not going into this rant. We're not doing it. No, we're not doing let's it. Focus on Nintendo. I'm not, not, not doing it. All right. So I played Final Fantasy Theater Rhythm. I put in about twenty five hours in this game. I'm almost done with it. And it's it's your basic like <clears throat> like theater. Uh, not basic. It's your basic rhythm game, but it also has a like boss like it has like a like a fighting mechanic to it. So it's really cool. If you ever played the one on 3ds, I sunk four hundred and seventy five hours into the 3ds one. So yeah, there's that. And this one's way easier, like way easier. Like I, I beat most of the songs on normal, easy and like the like expert mode, but like the supreme mode or whatever the fuck it's called. Those are hard, like really hard, like like you got claw grip on your hand hard. But I'm enjoying the game. It's definitely worth it. You can get songs from other Square games. I think they added songs from the Near series from No More Here or yeah, uh, we're not War No More Here's World Ends With You. And they added songs from Saga Frontier and what was the uh, Live Alive. So yeah, they they put a lot of lot of care into this game. There's over like 250 Final Fantasy songs in the game. So pretty much every song you can think of is in the game. It's pretty dope, and it's only like 50 bucks. So it's not it's not too expensive. If you like Final Fantasy and you like rhythm games, it's it's definitely worth picking up. It's definitely worth picking up if you're if you're a completionist and you want to get like high scores and just keep playing. It's got a lot of replayability. But that's pretty much all I've played. Uh, Matt, what about you? So I've been trying to keep up with Monster Hunter Rise because they've done a couple different title updates. Uh, they added Velcana, which is the ice dragon from Monster Hunter World Iceborne into the game. Took that on. It was a pretty challenging fight, all things considered. I played a little bit more of Alex Kid and Miracle World DX, and I still hold that even though the remade animations are beautiful, the controls still feel janky as and floaty as all hell. Really? Yeah, it, uh-huh. When I change it back to the old style, it clicks right into place. And then when I change it to the new animation, it's just the character is just way too floaty. Um yeah, I had I had that problem with Wonder Boy too. Like the Wonder Boy remake that they just put out, they just added it to PlayStation Premium, 
And I was playing it there and I was like, man, these controls suck. Like, but like when you switch it to the old mode, the controls are smooth. And I'm like, what the hell? I've gone in. I played a little bit more of Kirby in the Forgotten Land. I, I still got a couple levels left to finish that one out. I played uh, during the Mario Day sale. I picked up Mario Party Superstars, which is had been playing with my friends and is awesome, awesome time. Wait, why haven't we played this? Do you have it? No, but if I get it, then yes, we can play it. Yeah, I think I'm thinking. I'm thinking of picking it up too. I really. Did you just come to my house with it? I can come to your house with it. Yes, that is that is also an option. Oh, I will come over. We can do like. I'll order pizza. Well, Go. the beautiful thing about it is that you can play with multiple people on one system and play with other people online. It's something that Super Mario Party, I think it was the first Mario Party on the Switch, lacked. So it was it was very bad. We don't, we don't talk about that one. We don't mention that. Yeah, we don't we don't talk about Bruno here. We don't mention that piece of crap. And track. finally, this year. I made it my goal to go back and beat every Zelda game that I haven't beaten in the past, and it's quite a few of them. So I went back through, I beat the original Legend of Zelda, and then I also beat Legend of Zelda, or uh, Zelda 2 Link's Adventure, which is a horrible, horrible, horrible game. <laughs> anybody, and Joe, this is aimed at you, anybody who says Breath of the Wild is worse than Zelda 2 needs to have their head checked. Listen, I have a soft spot for Zelda 2 because I think it's my second favorite Zelda in terms of music. I absolutely love the soundtrack yes. of Zelda 2. I absolutely. will give you, if if we're talking stars, one out of five, it gets one star just for music. But the gameplay, <laughs> the gameplay, like, what the fuck were they smoking? Yes, let's give it's, Link magic. Let's give him... Um, you know, it's your go ahead, Joe. It's your classic Nintendo, like, hey, let's make the sequel vastly different from the first one. Like, here's my main issue my main issue with the game is when you die and you lose all your lives, you go all the way back to the starting temple, and that I feel feel that (laughs) doesn't change until you reach the last temple if it was not for the nintendo switch online's rewind ability and the instant save states i would have not beaten this game it it's it's an abomination of a zelda game (laughs) that it's like listen it introduced some neat concepts dark link came from this game um He's such an easy bitch too. Yeah. You just sit in the corner and I know, but like it's seconds. still it's still a neat concept from back in the day. And, and my dramatic pause there was for effect because there's no other concepts I think I like in this game. <laughs> uh, honestly, I that that game has a soft spot because it's one of the first Nintendo games I ever played, and I could listen to the town music over and over again. And I had it on my gym playlist for like a long time, where I would just like. It's like do 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 do. No, let's get on the enemies in some of the later temples. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Even when you have your sword leveled all the way up, and they just tap you one hit, it, it you're done. Oh, I'm gonna heal. Talking about that stupid. Just- those stupid horse guards. Not even just the horse guards. How about the guys that throw knives at you 
and just randomly go between like high knife and low knife and you have to figure out which one they're doing next <laughs> in an in a eight bit game yeah yeah you're like oh with, with, with terrible like lag it's like oh there's like sprite lag so it's like jittering and you're like oh shit which one is he gonna throw oh, and then let's, wasn't the right let's talk about because I, I used a guide to beat it and let's talk about how you don't go into the last temple unless every single one of your stats is at level eight. So I sat outside the temple and grinded for fucking two and a half hours to finish out my levels. Fuck that game. Honestly, that was that was great. Kalai. I'm glad you like I'm glad you like the game so much. Matt. Kalai, how about you? I haven't really been playing a lot because I've been extremely, extremely busy. For anybody that doesn't know, unfortunately, my husband was in the emergency room. He had to have his gallbladder out. It was a whole thing. Uh, but I've been playing a little bit. So I got I got um, uh, Fire Apple, which all I wanted to do was play it. But of course, like I couldn't start it. But eventually, I did start it. Uh, I'm not very far in the game. I understand where Veronica is coming from because it can be a little... It, like, I like the characters. The story's a little slow. Again, I don't like the fact that I can't marry people and produce kids. I always like that about the Fire Emblem. I want to be able to bone you to give me a new character. Exactly. I want more people. More people. Make me babies. More asbestos. More asbestos. <laughs> <laughs> I also went back and touched Fire Emblem. No. No. Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Nice. Went back to that game. Because uh, I really, I really do like that. I really do like those games. Did you finish it, or are you playing DLC? No, I'm playing the third one. Okay. Like it takes me a while to get through them because I was like sitting. I was like one day I I was downstairs because of some. I think I was off because yeah, Jim had a doctor's appointment he wanted me to go to, so I took off. So I literally sat on the couch. And played on Jim's big TV. Nice. Yeah. I've also played and beat Guacamelee 2. Which is a great co-op game. Joseph for a co-op game. I and beat the first one, yeah. Well, I restarted the first one. I've never, I've never played the second one. I beat the first one a bunch of times. The second one is actually better than the first. Nice. Yeah, I have the limited... Limited run edition of the game. Oh, you got the limited run one? Yes. With all with both games on the same disc. Oh nice. Yes, it was actually a Christmas present from Roberto. What'd you have for PS4? No, I've been playing on the Switch, I told you. Oh yeah, what am I saying? You got it on the Switch. <laughs> so both games are on one cart? Yeah. Wow, it's like they know what they're doing. Except for Nintendo has to put shit and make you fucking download it. And it actually had like it actually had manuals and everything. Wow, it's like Nintendo, you know, never mind. I'm not gonna do this all day. <laughs> fucking Nintendo, up your game. I want fucking manuals again. And all my game car content on one cartridge. Not I don't want to download shit. Besides that, I really haven't been playing much because we, Jim and I were really, really addicted to uh, Guacamelee 2. And we were actually literally sitting down and playing for 12 hours a day. I thought you were going to say you were addicted to love. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm addicted. <gasps> oh, I've been playing also one more game. Actually, I've been playing um the cooking game. Cooking Mama? No. The <laughs> Oh, uh, over, uh, overcooked. Overcooked. I can never think of it. I know. Every time you say it, I'm like, overcooked? Overcooked? Yeah. Joe Joe has to help me here. Yeah, I've been playing that with Carl. Uh, we play like a level or two a night. It's a fun game, but it's not the type of game that you can like just sit down and plow through like you can with Guacamelee. So we just restarted Guacamelee and we were having Carl. That's what me. she said. <laughs> wow. There's a little delayed there, but I, 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 I approve. Um, now, do you want to kill Carl after playing Overcooked with him? No, why? I don't know, because that game makes me want to kill people. Like, if people don't do what they need to do and they make me fail the level, I'm like, get the fuck out. I need a new no. chef. No, it's Jim. That's the one that's keeping <laughs> us down. <laughs> wow. We're like, Jim, you gotta throw us the ingredients. He's like, how do I throw? I just walked off the side. She no, was like, Carl- screw you guys, we'll go play something else. No, we actually strategized that game and get through a lot. We 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 went back and like we we're going back and even like maximum starring the the, the levels. Like three star them? Five yeah. star? Three star? Five star? I can't remember. Three star. Three star. But besides that, that's all I've been playing, so let's move on to upcoming releases. Upcoming releases. Yeah. We have Advance Wars 1 and 2 Reboot. Hell yeah, we do. Tomorrow. Yeah, after Russia tried to fucking take over the world. Like, oh, well, Nintendo's going to cancel this game now. For a year. I'm guessing you're getting it, Joe. Tomorrow, yep. What about you, Matt? No, I've never been into these games. I've tried them multiple times, but I know that they're good games. I know that they have their following, and I know a lot of people have been waiting for them. What about you, Veronica? Same. I Just not the type of game that I ever got into. Um, there, The group that I had when I worked at GameStop, they were huge into it. And I can tell you right now that on their Facebook, it's just been like it's coming out, it's coming out, and like it's they're ready. My body's ready, as Reggie would say. Alright, next is on May 12th, Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm gonna start with Veronica because you're probably the only person not getting it. <laughs> you don't have to get it because Matt is going to get it. <laughs> What's Very wrong? Good. What's wrong, V? You don't want you don't want Legend of Zelda nuts and bolts. She's just gonna have to wait till I'm done with it to play. <laughs> Legend, of Zelda, Legend of Zelda sticks and twigs. Sticks do, and twigs. Do you want to wait for him to be done to play it? I I'm not the Zelda player that Matt is. Because I was gonna say you should get yourself a copy because we're probably gonna want to have an entire episode on it. <sighs> right, Matt. I mean, use that voucher system. Do you want to exclude your wife from our episodes because you don't want to get her a copy? You guys wanted to have a Fire Emblem (laughs) episode, which counted me out, so... (laughs) I mean, I think when we all beat it, we should do a deep dive on it, though. I do. That would be like 10 years down the road. (laughs) 10 years down the road. It took me this long. I had to, like... On Saturdays, I do a stream, what it's called, a Switch It Up Saturday. (laughs) And I play games. I play games that I've just, like, 
put off to the side to try to beat. And I literally had to take three weeks to just do Fire Emblem because I was so mad at the mechanics of not being able to to breed put my players in. Well, here, like I can't, like there's no breeding in this game. Fuck it. No here's here's what realistically here's what we're gonna do. So we'll talk about it a little bit later. But I'm using a voucher to pick it up. I'm probably gonna pick up a physical copy just so that way we have a physical copy of yeah. Tears of the Kingdom. So you fuck you fucking Nintendo Lemming. You just jumping off that cliff with the rest of the Nintendo Lemmings. You're like I gotta yes. buy two copies. Well, he's gonna have to buy two copies. Anyways, I've, I'm no kidding. No, that, I'm really if, just, I'm just, just like, I'm just poking you, Matt. I think All if right. you share accounts, you can no. share. Yeah, no, you can get, you can get no. around that, can't no. you? No, this is. I understand you don't understand this aspect, Joe, because your wife's not a gamer. But when you have two people that are gaming, we'll share food. You can share blankets. You want to share a bed? That's fine. You want to take a shower with me? That's fine. But I'll be damned if that man is putting his hands on my Switch. Yeah, and, and ultimately, I cannot say anything <laughs> about buying multiple copies of a game. Thank How you. many copies of Skyrim do you have? I know. I didn't say anything. It was Joe. Joe she has it for her toaster. Does. Doesn't she have it for her toaster? I think it's her refrigerator. <laughs> it's my Keurig. Get it right. <laughs> Jesus. That's why I said you should buy multiple copies. Anyways. I mean, if you buy the voucher, like, okay, so here's how I thought of it. All right, so if you buy, so here's wait, the thing. Wait, wait, let's not talk about into the voucher it. yet. That's later. We'll go into that later. Let's go to the next thing. We're all, all going right. to buy Zelda. We'll talk all about right. it more when we get to that part. Uh, and then 519, we have Lego 2K Drive. I have no idea what this game is. Oh, this looks it's, fucking sweet. It's, it's a Lego like a racing, racing game. game. Which is perfect, because they saw the success that happened when they introduced Lego into Forza Horizon. And now they're like, oh, let's just make that. I mean, I'm mad because I want that I want that Disney racing game that just dropped, but it's not free, and I don't want a Founders Pack anything else right now. But that game looks dope. All right, we're going to go to the recent news. And the first is Nintendo Switch vouchers return. Now you can talk about it. Well, I mean, they returned a while. They've they've been back since we've been gone, people. Like, I think they came back like the week we first announced we weren't having a show for the first time. That was five months ago. They've been they've been back for a while. They've they've done a lot better with this voucher this turn with the vouchers. I feel like they've been adding stuff as they go. They're not limiting you to like five games that nobody fucking wants, and one of them is one two switch because nobody and it's one two switch is still there. I'm like, who the fuck is gonna waste a voucher on one two switch? Like, oh man, I have every other game. Guess I gotta get one two switch with this voucher because I have everything else. Like that's the only way I see somebody using this for one two switch. But but Zelda when they made it seventy dollars and they left the vouchers up, I was like, watch Nintendo fuck up and like the week before Zelda comes out, they announce they're getting rid of vouchers because they're like. We're not letting you buy a hundred a seventy dollar game and a fifty dollar game and basically getting Zelda for like nothing. So here's here's the pro tip: you buy the voucher for a hundred dollars, it gives you access to two games that are on Nintendo's list, which means you save on a standard sixty dollar games ten dollars off per game. Now, if you buy Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, which is a seventy dollar Nintendo game, that's 
$20 off of that game and $10 off of another $60 game. So there's $30 off. And even more, if you or somebody you know who has a Costco membership can go buy $100 in Nintendo online cards for $90. So that's $10 off. So ultimately, you could save $40 off of a purchase if you're using that system and you're going for Tears of the Kingdom. It's a smart move. I mean, that's a smart move. And essentially, you're getting a $60 game for $30 if you if you buy Tears of the Kingdom with your other game. It's it's a no-brainer, people. It's a no-brainer. Which is why I think yeah, they put it on there, so that way people could take advantage of it. And it pushes the digital sales, which we know Nintendo is very happy with, which is why I still want to go out there and buy a physical copy. I mean, I'm fine with it. I'm going to buy it digitally. Um I don't know. After watching that trailer, though, man, that game looks so fucking good. Kalai, you were going to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, uh, my friend Jerry, and you know, Jerry, I called him up the other day, and I was like, oh, are you going to get the vouchers? Because I know he doesn't he doesn't mm. like to get any kind of digital stuff, because he, he's soured on digital after he lost all of his Rock Band DLC. Oh, man. And I'm like, well, realistically, you know, how many times are you going to play a game? He's like, oh, I don't know. I guess you're right. And I was like, plus, it's it's so much cheaper because Zelda's a $70 game. He's like, yeah, but what other game can I get? And I start listing all of the games. He's like, I can get that game? I'm like, yeah. I, I'm actually commending Nintendo for what they did with this voucher. Uh, it's a really good system. However, my problem is is that I was lucky enough that um, Matt and Veronica gave me a voucher for my birthday. And I'm going to get Zelda. And I don't know what else I want. I mean, it's it's dope. I mean, I can give you some suggestions, but I I I, I honestly, I'm gonna go back and buy a second voucher. You know what I'm gonna do with it, Kali? Just to get them, I'm gonna get Xenoblade uh, Xenoblade Chronicles uh, HD and three, and I think that's great. I can have yeah. both for a hundred bucks, and I'm like, that's a great deal. I also thought about getting Bayonetta two and three for a hundred bucks, and then turning around and then buying the first one. I see. I bought the second one. When it was physical, so I could get the first one. Yeah, I was gonna do that, but I hate having physical Switch games, and I just got a terabyte card for my birthday. So what now about I have terabyte. What, what about you, Veronica? Now, are you going to get any of the vouchers? I don't really do that. I think the last game that I really bought was Fatal Frame, and. What were we were at GameStop the other day, hon? What was the one that I was looking at that I said I could just download? Um, you're asking me to remember something from the weekend. <sighs> what kind of game was it? Yeah, don't, don't. <laughs> but super, we were in, no, super we, hentai. I could not t- probably. Um, anime cities, yeah. Husbandos. Wait, okay. Um, Husbandos unite! Let's go. But, yeah, so I might do it if I can remember the name of the other game. (laughs) So, that, but it's really that. It's that idea that I need to know the game that I want to play. It's not going to be like, okay, I'm going to buy a voucher and then this, that, and the other. Is it, is it one, two, five, four switch? Yes. Uh, 8675309. It it's fine. 
Um, so just to give people an idea of what the games that are on the vouchers, because I just looked it up. Not only do you have the Legends Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, you have Kirby's Return to Dreamland. You have the new Bayonetta Origins, Fire Emblem Engage, Pikmin 4, Advance Wars 1 and 2, both the Pokemon games, which surprised the hell out of me. Dude, more than both the Pokemon games. Uh, I think um, Violet and Diamond, and, Diamond and Pearl are on there, too. Both the Let's Go's are on there. And Snap's on there. Live Alive. Live Alive. Live Alive. Fire Emblem Warriors. Mario Strikers, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Bayonetta 3, Pokemon Arceus is on there, Mario Party Superstars, Triangle Strategy, Isn't uh, Miitopia, I don't know why that's on there. Uh, really it's a fun game. Uh, Pikmin Deluxe 3, uh, Paper Mario, Xenoblade Chronicles, Animal Crossing, uh, Luigi's Mansion, Tokyo Mirage, Shessen's. F- I know. I saw. That I too. was thinking about getting that game. That game's I haven't won in that game. Have you played that game, Veronica? Nope. You know, it's. I've a- been. I, I. The worst part is, is that I have been in a. I think a lull with games. What? Where I just don't want to. I want to. Play games, but I don't want to play games. <laughs> well, you know what Tokyo Mirage Session is? No. Persona, Persona slash Fire Emblem. <gasps> yep. Yes. Yeah, it's dope. But it's a Persona game, basically. Yes. It wasn't yes. supposed to be. It was actually so... supposed to be a Fire Emblem game first, and then they switched it to a Persona style game. Which Okay, so Wife. I need to ask you a question. Why did you not tell me about this? I thought you knew about it. It came out on the Wii U. Yeah, it's a Wii U game. It's a Wii U no! game. Oh. Um, yeah, well, I true. have it on the Wii U, but I never play it because I've been waiting it because I've been waiting for it to come out. I actually bought it and like played like a level, but it's got like the. Yeah, I'm really surprised you didn't know about it. She's gonna go read it right now. And it's got and it's and it's got that like persona depth to it. Like it's difficult. It's not an easy game. Yeah, it's dope. You guys continue to talk. I'm gonna read this by now. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we lost V for the show, guys. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so let's go on to our re- our more recent news. Um more recent news. February announced a Nintendo Switch Online expansion added the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games to the library. I haven't looked at the games that were added. Anything good? Uh, yeah. I mean, you can play Mario 6 Golden Coins. Mario 2, six Go- Mario Land 6 Golden Coins. Mario 2, Mario Land 2, 6 Golden Coins. That game is an absolute banger. It's probably one of the best Game Boy games besides Tetris ever made. Yeah, I mean, it's and it's free. It's free. That one's free. That one you get just for having online. You don't have to have the expansion. Importantly enough, they added Metroid Fusion. Yeah, which is like probably like one of the easiest Metroid games ever. If you want to if you want like baby's first Metroid, play that game because it's literally like seven out. What's it like? Not even like three hours long. It's really, really short. I don't think it's that it's short, game, though. Yeah, it's short. If you know what you're doing, you can be pretty fast. Yeah, all right. So for game. game Boy Advance, WarioWare Inc., Super Mario Bros. Oh. Advanced 4, which is just Super Mario Bros. 3, 
Mario Kart Super Circuit, Kuru Kuru Kurin, my personal favorite, Zelda the Minish Cap. You like oh, Minish I Cap? Oh, I loved Minish Cap. It was amazing. It's one of the. I that was the one that Capcom made, correct? Uh, I don't quote me on that. Um, yeah, yeah, I loved everything about that game. I played it on the Game Boy Advance back in the day. I beat it on the Game Boy Advance, and it was just amazing. Uh, and then Metroid Fusion as the last game for Game Boy Advance. Oh fuck! Well, we lost this game. Then for Game Boy, which includes some Game Boy Color games, taking a second to load up. Oh, there's something new to play. They've had a game since then. Uh, Burger Time Deluxe, Kirby's Dream Land 2, Alone in the Dark, The New Nightmare, Game & Watch Gallery 3, Gargoyles Quest, Kirby's Dream Land, Tetris, like you said, Joe, Super Mario Land 2, Metroid 2 The Return of Samus, Zelda Link's Awakening, and Wario Land 3. I I think it was a very solid lineup, and people have been asking for the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games forever. So if you have Nintendo Switch Online, the Game Boy games come with it, and for the expansion pass, you get the Game Boy Advance games. Thank you. Are you back into the show? Are you still reading about uh, FE? I'm technically back into the show, but I think the game that I was looking at it was the new Fire Emblem Three Hopes. Oh, that game's amazing. That's the Musou one. It's a Musou game, though. It's amazing. Mm. It's amazing. Okay, yeah. but I am back, so you're fine. <laughs> Anything to add about the uh, Game Boy games to the library? And I think, so here's my thing. Like, the one game that I can remember from, like, years ago that just took my attention and it's like I couldn't put the game down and it had to go everywhere with me was Final Fantasy Tactics on the Game Boy Advance. The best Final Fantasy Tactics game ever made. Until ever they, freaking made. And the only one that rivals it is the one they made for the DS. Like, mm-hmm. the the advance two that game's fucking dope too it's just so when those games come over did you they're never going to come over i know no no that one has a very good chance of coming over because they put it on the wii u so they already have a history of putting that on a console which means they've already done the groundwork and they've already got the license once so it's not that hard for them to go back to square and be like hey can we do this again like I, don't have think a, it's, I don't think it's ever going to come to the online. I think you're going to uh, have to pay for it. I'll fucking pay for it. That I'll pay for in spades. Like, even if they just rebastered it, I'd buy it again. But that game's so fucking good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, that that's my Skyrim. Matt, are you OK? Are you mad because it's four to one? I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, they're getting destroyed. Um, okay, and we also had the gameplay trailer for Tears of the Kingdom, which I totally did not watch. Yeah, this I did. This was a hyped up trailer where they said, you know, please join us next week for a 10 minute tr- gameplay video of Tears of the Kingdom where we learned about the fusion system and some of the other powers and just got me super hyped for the game. Did you watch the final trailer, like the three minute yeah, one? Yeah, the uh, the story trailer 
Absolutely. Yeah, where we're getting motherfucking dungeons. Let's go. It, it definitely looks like they're returning to some level of dungeons. Uh, I'm excited with Matt Mercer as Ganondorf because he sounds awesome. That yeah, it looks dope. And you know what? Really, like, was like the only thing I'm disappointed at. Even if we are getting dungeons back, I like the shrines. I really. Did. I want them to keep some shrines in there. So do I. And I'm like, even if they make like more of them, like make a fucking thousand of those motherfuckers. Get rid of the Korok seeds. Just give me a thousand tries. Just don't make anything. Just don't make anything gyro controlled. So when I emulate the game down the line, I have to do some weird hacking. (laughs) (laughs) I swear, if they put shitty ass Korok seeds in this game and I have to pick up someone's shit again, I'm going to be pissed. Be pissed. All right. And then as of today, we had an indie showcase, which I think Matt watched and Joe watched. I watched watched it. Uh, It was yesterday, actually. It was good. I have not had a chance to see it. So we're we're getting rifted the Necro Dancer on Switch. Oh, look at you reading this. The the show notes. I literally think that was lucky that he (laughs) listed the first game I had written down. And I I can't (laughs) wait for that game. It looks so So, amazing. What is that game? So. If for those of you who know what Crypt of the Necrodancer is, it's a rhythm based dungeon crawler game. And they made a game called um, uh, Cadence of Hyrule with Crypt of the Necrodancer, which was focused on Legend of Zelda and is an amazing game. Which was playable, unlike the first game, which is like if you don't, if you can't, like, if you don't, it, I don't know, Crypt you have to be tough. fucking like, yeah. It's called cryptic of the Necrodancer because you have to be like super good at those games. So what this is is now Necrodancer's take on like Guitar Hero. No, no oh, stupid so instruments or anything like that. It's going to be button presses, but the, again, the music—it's all original music. It sounds amazing. It looks like it'll be fun. So I, uh, I think V was very excited for seeing that one. We watched it together. Dude, it looks sweet, and it's three, and there's three story separate storylines. I was like, yeah. It's like I'm gonna play this forever, or I'm gonna start it and never play it again. Either way, you know. All right, next up is Plate Up Rogue Light Cooking Sim. This looks interesting. It looks interesting. I like I like my cooking sims. It's it's a, it's a step up from Cooking Mama. Well, anything's a step up from Cooking Mama. It's not trying to you know do some illegal Bitcoin bullshit. But, but uh, the game looks pretty decent. It's got it looks like it's got a pretty d- in depth storyline to it too, which I'm not used to in my cooking simulators. I mean, Cook Serve Delicious doesn't have like the most deep storyline, but uh, it had a storyline in the third one. So I think I'm gonna pick this up. I think I'm gonna get this not not day one. I think I'll probably wait for like a sale. You know, most indie games go on pretty good sale on Switch, so I'll probably just wait. But I'm definitely gonna get it. Okay. Uh. Yeah. Don't know. I mean, I'm not too much into cooking sims that I need to run out and buy it. What about you, Veronica? No. I mean, I've seen a lot of people talking about it on the different streams that I'm a part of. But I, the cooking show, the cooking. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No. What about you, Matt? I'm interested, but I probably won't be picking up. I'll probably watch somebody else play it or watch a streamer because it, it you know me i like my roguelikes and roguelites and it seems like an interesting take i'll like joe i'll probably wait for a sale okay next up 
we have, uh, which I kind of know a little bit about only because of TikTok, Coat of the Lamb, Relics of the Old Faith, Additional Items, Remix Dungeons, Free to Owners of the Game. Yeah, I mean, I played through Cult of the Lamb when it originally came out last August. Love the game. And it's neat to see them continuing to support it for free. Yeah. Cult of the Waffles needs to come back. Yeah, well, too bad, because Cult of the Pancake actually completed the game and is now the uh, reigning power. Yeah, okay. I completed the game? Uh, not before French, me. French toast. French, French toast is better than both of them. It's okay. You haven't even bought the game, so... <laughs> French toast is still better. This. So. <laughs> Can I just have breakfast? <laughs> to be cold of the breakfast. Uh... Then after this is the Five Night at Freddy's security breach. No. Yeah, I mean, it's just put it on there. It's interesting that it's finally coming to the Switch. And away. The, there were Dang. there were a ton of games that were announced for the Indie Showcase. Some of the ones that are a little less uh, well-defined. Uh, I highly suggest everybody go out there and watch the video. They've got some neat ones in there. Okay, so... Now we're on to the topic of the show. Favorite Switch games in the past five months since we have not been here. Yeah. Joe? I wanted to... Sorry to jump in. I wanted to to put something in there. We all talked about what we were playing, but I wanted to give us each a chance to talk about a game on the Switch that we've played that really held our attention or was fun or really marked us for some way in the past five months. I would say for me, it's really been going back to play stuff. It really wasn't like one. I mean, if I had to pick one particular game in the last five months, it's Fire Emblem Three Hopes. I mean, I love this game. It's fucking fantastic Muso game. It's got really in-depth like social tree stuff for a Fire Emblem game. So it's got that back in there. So V, it does have like social stuff for a Muso game. It's pretty it's pretty dope. And it has like, you know, like when you go back to the town in um in the re- more recent Fire Emblems, it has the town and everything too. You can um, you level up your characters. It has like all the things that the most recent Warriors games have, where you can like build up your town. But this one's really cool because like you get like there's like an overworld map, and like you you can do like scrimmage battles, and each scrimmage battle has like a different like objective to it. Like it's like get to this point in X amount of time, or kill this person, but you get like you they do like triple the amount of damage to you. So it's fucking it's it's really cool. Uh, Matt, did you play um? Did you play the Hyrule Warriors sequel? Uh, Age of play Calamity, that? yes. Yeah, did you like it? I liked it a lot. I liked all the additional missions they did, and that's kind of what they did in Fire I liked Emblem. it, but the problem is the performance really kept me from continuing to play it. It's just, it was I, I, too much for me. If you're, that, if you're that worried about the performance, I would just play it docked, because docked was like easily the best way to play any Musou game on the Switch. I mean, I own pretty much every Musou game they have in the Switch, except for like what the fuck is it? It's like Takasho Rondo, whatever the fuck. It, it's like a super Japanese fucking one, and I don't have it. It's like the only one I don't own. My, I own every my other My other issue was some of the boss fights, like fighting Rivali early on was just an annoying boss fight. I didn't like the way that went. Uh, well, yeah, it's it's almost like you gotta know how to like break the, the weak points. It's It was almost like how stupid I was when I was playing Fire Emblem Three Houses, and I didn't realize that you had to break the points and if you broke all four points you actually broke the monster completely and you could just kill and you could just kill it in like five seconds 
I'm sitting here trying to break the same fucking square over and over again like a moron. If I like actually went around and killed it the way I was supposed to, the game wouldn't have been hard at all. I made the game way harder. I, I pretty much joed myself on that game. Okay. I leveled up. I just didn't use the mechanics. But I would say Fire Emblem Three, Three, Three Hopes is like the game I played the most in the last five months, besides probably like Dead Cells. I put another like thirty hours into Dead Cells, which that game is just so great. Just endless. And I really want to get back to uh to finish Monster on a Rise. So I think we're all gonna have to hook up soon so I can get that done. We're waiting on you. What about- I know, right? I'll be Matt home I- this I-, I might be home this weekend. I'm getting a new car this weekend, so I don't know if I'll be home too much, but Gotcha. What about you, Veronica? I would have to say that the main if I had to go between two of them, it would have to be I would say Fire Emblem Engage, but that kind of fell off quickly. So I'm going to have to go with Fatal Frame. Because it's one of those things that even though I can only play it for so long or my blood pressure would be through the roof, I keep wanting to go back to it to see what the next chapter is about. And because it revolves between three different characters. I sit there and I'm just like, all right, well, we know how this character is linked and we know how that character is linked. All right. And then you kind of get like a recap at the beginning of the next chapter to be like, well, this is what so-and-so did. And I'm like, now I got to remember where I am in the house. (laughs) And you just sit there and you're just like, okay. And you pull up your map and you're just like, where, can I kill this ghost or is this the get the hell out of here type of ghost? Like one of those. But it's, I don't like scary games. I don't like being scared in general. Like I'll play Phasmophobia with our friends and everything like that. But because Fire Emblem and I, or not Fire Emblem, Fatal Frame and I have such a, like history because fatal frame like i played video games when i was a kid i remember playing super mario brothers and keeping the tv on and because i wanted to get my process like my progress going but fatal frame was the video game that made me realize that i am never not going to play video games and it has like that type of history from like 2002. So that's just been my. All right. This is what I'm playing game. Are you going to are you going to go back and get made in black water as soon as you finish this one? Yeah, most likely. Um, and it, what it's just like the story in this is just so. You're going to make me buy this tonight. No, all right. It's such an interesting concept with this story because it takes the ideas from the original Fatal Frame and it just gives this the way they intertwine these stories and the horror and everything with it it's just like you see something in 
one of the girls storylines and then all of a sudden you go to the police officer storyline and you're watching something that those girls watched as well but it's different for you but it isn't different for you it's just and you're just like well that person wasn't in this storyline but now they're in this story and you have to try to figure it out and you pick up clues and you have to find these like creepy dolls. And when you take pictures of the creepy dolls, they make a creepy silhouette that makes me look like a freaking meerkat to me. And it's just, as much as it gives me a heart attack to play it, I don't want to stop playing it. So yeah, fatal frame. Okay. What nice. about you, Kalai? <laughs> I was, I'm shutting everybody up. How about you, Kalai? Go! Okay. So my game would be Guacamelee 2. This game just made me obsess. It's a Metrovania-style uh, game that can be played up to four players. And, you know, I kind of almost won 100% at the game. The gameplay's amazing. The storyline is hysterical because they make fun of other games. And like uh you're you're playing the game and like in the background of the game, it's it's like the Spanish version, and you're like, oh wait, that's Castle Crasher. It's like you see a sign for different games, so it kind of makes me laugh. Uh, you know, once we're done playing it again, Matt, if you want to borrow it for you and Veronica to play. You guys actually might have a lot of fun with it. I kind of do because I, I played a little bit of the first one when it was on Xbox Game Pass. And it it definitely I love the theme, the luchadors and the wrestling uh, stuff. And then for it to be uh, Metroidvania is just it's right up my alley. Yeah. And it, Veronica would like it, too, because in the puzzling part, when we had trouble, you could always the second player can bubble so the first person could do it and then you could bring the person back in so like when we were having trouble we were switching out on who was doing which challenge so that made it a little bit easier to play that's definitely a unique mechanic i like that it is unique it could also be a little bit boring if you have problems getting through the challenges uh but then like jim was really good at the fighting i was really good at the platforming so it worked out. Matt gets all the platforming stuff. Here you go, babe. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, it's just like hysterical. Like they make fun. And in the second one, they make even fun, more fun of like different games. And the second little, little tiny bit of like what the storyline is, is that the world has broken up into pieces. So you have to go into the Mexiverse. And travel between the different worlds. <laughs> so it's really cute, really funny, and you're looking for the ultimate guacamole recipe. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So I highly, highly recommend it. But we're playing it with Carl again. We're going through and playing one again. We're playing it on hard because Carl's like, oh, there's three of us. That would make it way too easy. <laughs> and we're getting our ass kicked. Uh, there you go. But we're having and fun. we listen to Carl on those things. What? 
because I think there's an achievement for beating the game on hard, and it's the only way I can get Jim to do it with me. Ah, got it. Yeah. Uh, so if you're looking for something to play with your kids or with a significant other or with your buddies, pick up Guacamelee. Uh, one, two, they're both fantastic. What about you, Matt? So for me, it's definitely Mario Party Superstars because it's probably the most time I've spent in a game in the past five months for the Switch. And playing it with friends just reminds me how much I love my friends. Well, also how much I despise and hate them because we the backstabbing that goes on to hopefully get you the win or the star is astounding. And no matter how good you may do at the onset of the game, the RNGesus just fucks you. Uh, that happened in Stars bullshit. I, I can't tell you how many times I've gone in with, I, I would be the only one with a star and I'd have like 150 coins and something happens that knocks me down and lets everybody else win. Even you better get those happening spaces. Even bro. when we let's say it's three of us playing, we've got the PC as the fourth player. We're all like, all right, we'll gang up on the PC. The PC ends up winning the entire freaking game. It's insane. Oh no. Um I wish it had more levels. So if you haven't played it before, it's kind of the best of the best from all the Mario parties. But it's only like five different levels. But then it's mini games upon mini games upon mini games from all the different Mario parties. So while it's only five levels, you've got a ton of mini games to play. And of course, I love on many of them to say to avoid injury, don't use your palm to uh, spin the joystick because back on the N64, a lot of people gave themselves joystick burns from using the palm to circle the joystick on some of the mini games blisters man you remember getting the blisters from it no because i never like if you just like ro- if you rotate it like it's like this like and you yeah, get blisters no, I, never, yeah. I never got blisters from doing that I, I, yeah the, you used to get them all the time i got the i got the burn because it would be like you would hold it and you would go nee. so um unfortunately when you have to rapidly tap a button the switches controllers don't aren't really conducive to my method. I I make like I'm holding a coin and I do that. Yeah, Joe. I I, I quickly Immortal Kombat test yeah. your might. Test your might, man. And I quickly uh sh- I quickly shift my fingers back and forth like I'm I'm using a scratch off ticket. And <laughs> the Wii con- or the Switch controllers are just not conducive to quickly doing that because the buttons no, stick out use- so far. So you have to do this. You have to use like the Tetris method where like you hold it down like this and then you go like this and alternate like really fast. You have to do that. Like that's the best method I found for anything. Like, where you so, have to yeah, Joe's, Joe's making a motion like you're you're hitting piano keys with alternating fingers. Um, it's it, I definitely have to modify because, again, the controllers for the switch just aren't conducive to the coin scratch method. But it's still so much fun playing with friends, even when you lose because of the randomness and, you know, randomly stealing your friend's item and they didn't realize it. Sorry, Steve. (laughs) And you 
it's just I got it on sale because during Mario Day it was like forty dollars, I think. And then I still had like seven bucks and change from my voucher purchase. So I got it for close to like $30 and it's probably the best $30 I spent. Nice. Wow. They give you coins for the voucher purchase yeah. too. That's actually not bad. Yeah. I actually have money left over from what you gave me. When I bought the voucher. Yeah. Well, that was, that was kind of the point. Well, except I had $14 in gold coins. I didn't realize yeah. it. <laughs> uh, by the way, if you're interested in Guacamelee Super Turbo Edition for the Switch, it's currently on sale for $3.75. Oh, jeez. All right. I might just pick it up. All right. Buying it now. Uh, and then the second one, if you don't buy the second one, Guacamelee 2 is also on sale. Guacamelee 2. Um, there's two versions of it. There's Guacamelee 2 Guac. Melee 2 Complete. Guacamelee 2, which I don't think has the DLC, is on sale for $4.99. Ooh. Yeah, the, the, nice. one, the one with the, the DLC is $22, so I don't think it's worth it. It's a regular old Guac Rock over there. Yeah, so if you want a great game, go pick that up for $3.50. Doing it now. I am in the store. <laughs> While you're there, also you're going to get uh, B's game, Fatal Frame. <laughs> I... I I think I might just get that Japanese Muso game that I'm missing. God. <laughs> All right, guys. Anything else, or should we land this plane? Bring it on home. Oh, uh, Patrick's game comes out next month. So if we don't record before Patrick Hickey Jr. game comes out next Russell month, Quest. everyone should go. Everyone should go buy Russell Quest because it looks absolutely amazing. RPGs and wrestling. I'm I'm there. I'm signed up. I'm tempted. Yeah, do it just to support them. That's what I'm right. doing. I'm going to buy it twice. Alright, guys. Thank you for listening. If you like our show, check out our other shows. We have our main show, the Loop Bros Podcast, which I am part of, Joe is part of, and every once in a while, uh, Matt pops in and says hello to be our third chair. We also have the 2286 Comic Cast. Uh, no, it, right now, when? we also... <laughs> I said, when does the comic cast happen? Yeah. Wait, when 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 he commandeers the Loot Roast co- podcast to be the comic cast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> we also have uh, Daryl's been putting up YouTube videos of him going out and trying to find great deals on video games, which we can't get here in New Jersey because we live in New Jersey. And everybody um, knows what everything's worth. If you want to know more about V, she does streaming. Check out the Discord where she will post when she streams. And she should also start posting her streams to the Facebook for the people that aren't in Discord. Hint, hint. I'll do that. Thank you. Twink, wink, nudge, nudge. So if you like any of our content, please check out our Patreon page. We do post stuff there early before it is goes to our feeds. We also have special episodes every single month. We also do deep dives every single month. And for $25, you can make us play a video game, which Matt has now played a video game. Joe has played a video game. And as Veronica, an official person of the Loop Bros family, she is technically available to play a game. Oh, look at that, guys. Please leave a message after the beep. Hey, I mean, we've all played one. Uh, so. All right. 
Thank you for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode of the Driftcast. See you in five months, guys. This is the way. Adios. Set free for